Doesn't that music just get you so fucking pumped? It definitely does for me. Welcome to Cigarette Burns. Today we have a quick burn for you. I'm Jed, joined by, well, nobody, because Cole hasn't seen all the MCU films, so he can't really join me for this one. He hasn't seen Endgame, he hasn't seen Infinity War, hasn't even seen Thor Ragnarok, so he's got a lot of catching up to do. Maybe we'll get his review of Endgame and Infinity War and all those great films at some other point. But for today, we just have me, so you're welcome for that. I'm going to be reviewing Endgame today, and it's very spoiler-heavy. So, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you haven't seen the film yet, you haven't seen the other films in the MCU series here, then you probably want to avoid this. Because I'm going to talk about the entire Infinity Saga briefly. Later on, we'll probably have some MCU episodes where we discuss the different phases and all that stuff, but the focus of today is spoiler-heavy, and it's all about Avengers Endgame. telling everybody they should move on. Some do, but not us. Even if there's a small chance, we owe this to everyone who's not in this room to try. We will. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I really, really enjoyed Infinity War. I've probably seen Infinity War and Thor Ragnarok more than I've seen any other MCU film, including the original Iron Man, which I love. I mean, to think the original Iron Man came out 11 years ago now, it's just, it's crazy how far they've come, especially when Jeff Bridges himself said, when I was on set, I realized we were making like an art film. This is like a student art film. They weren't sure what they were what they were doing, if it was going to work. Marvel had gotten money to make this. They had the funding for Iron Man, but they didn't have this whole grand vision in terms of planning it out and having all the money and everything. They didn't know if it was going to work, but it did, and we are the beneficiaries of something truly epic in this Infinity Saga that all started with Iron Man and now concludes with Avengers Endgame. Now, Infinity War, I give a 9.5. The more I've watched that film, just it's amazing. It's so good. Endgame, I give a 7.7. Not quite as good. And what they accomplished by making Endgame, I just couldn't believe that you had all those heroes on the screen at the same time. Sharing the screen time, all working together as a team. When when Cap says Avengers assemble at the end, oh, I mean, I never like to talk in movies. I think that's very rude. But I yelled. I mean, I was like, fuck yeah. I was, everyone was getting so excited because it was such an amazing feeling. The culmination of of all these 22 films and everything leading up to this was just awesome. So this film starts out and we see Hawkeye. And we see that we didn't see Hawkeye in Infinity War because he was on house arrest, much like uh, Scott Lang, Ant-Man. So we see him with his family and he's living the life. He's retired now. He's doing what he wants. Then his family gets all erased with the snap. Thanos' snap heard around the galaxy, the universe, erases his entire family. And then we get back to the Avengers, and we see now they have Captain Marvel helping them because 
She has rescued Tony Stark and Nebula from being stranded out there. And so she's there. Captain Marvel helps them, brings them back to Earth. Now we have the Avengers who are left. They want to go and they want to get Thanos now. And they've tracked the fact that there was another energy burst, very similar to the snap, that destroyed half the population. They find that, and so they find the location of that, and so they all decide, hey, we're going to go and we're going to take Thanos on. Now we have Captain Marvel, and she's the most powerful Avenger that we have, so let's go do the damn thing. And they get there, and to say I was shocked is putting it mildly when Thanos doesn't have any of the Infinity Stones. There's nothing on his gauntlet. He's gotten rid of all of them. He used the stones to destroy them, which was foreshadowed because Scarlet Witch did that to destroy the Mind Stone. So we know that's possible, but I just didn't see that coming at all. Because it really shows that Thanos had a goal, and once he achieved that goal, the stones were too powerful, and he didn't need them anymore. They weren't. He didn't want that corruption of power. He wanted to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish, and he did so in Infinity War. And so he's basically not really putting up that much of a fight. Obviously, they have Captain Marvel. She's very powerful. And Thor uses Stormbreaker and chops Thanos' head off. So Thanos is gone. In the first 30 minutes of this film, I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, this is not the way I pictured this going at all. And really ballsy move of them to do this. Now we've defeated the big baddie from Infinity War. But we have destroyed these Infinity Stones. So what do we do? How do we get everyone back? We know Spider-Man comes back. We've already seen the trailer for Far From Home. And we know these characters are going to be returning. But how's that going to happen? And that's what this movie does so beautifully is it logically shows you, okay, We have Ant-Man. All these pieces fit together. Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp at the very end, he goes into the quantum realm and he realizes when he comes out five years later that it felt like five hours to him. And so time is different in the quantum realm. So now he goes to the Avengers and he's like, look, I think we can do something here if we have someone smarter than me who can figure out how to kind of harness this ability. Cue Tony Stark. Tony's reluctant. He's got a family now with, with Pepper. Now, obviously, he wants to undo what happened, but he doesn't want to lose what he has because he has a daughter now and he has a, a life with Pepper and it's everything I think he's always wanted that he didn't know he wanted. And so now we have that, but but Tony is dedicated to the cause and he has been since the very first Iron Man when he realized the power and the potential that he has. And so he figures out that, yes, he can figure out a GPS in time and deal with time travel and there's some hand-wavy stuff there, sure, and I love that they mentioned Back to the Future. They reference that, which we're definitely going to be covering Back to the Future in a future episode. But he figures out what they can do. And so the idea is if they go to a different timeline, take the Infinity Stones, come back to their timeline, create a gauntlet, put all the stones in there, do the snap to bring everyone back, and then take the stones, put them back as if they had never taken them before, And they'll still have the stones in the other timeline, so they're not affecting anything there. So that's the basic plan for this film and the basic plot. The only reason I'm giving this a 7.7 and it's not in the 9 range, I thought that middle section was tonally different than Infinity War, which is fine, but also different than the beginning of the film. And there were some hard tonal shifts in this movie, um, which were okay, but they just kind of took me out of it a little bit. And honestly, part of the time travel and all the different timeline threads that they had going on of getting these stones from the other timeline really felt a little clunky at times. 
um, because you're trying to keep track of where everyone is. That was the beauty of Infinity War is you kind of always knew in your mind where all the different threads were. Now, granted, this time they have a lot of different groups going and doing the things, but you still got to keep track of what everyone's doing. I thought the Hulk was completely wasted in this film. The idea of Professor Hulk, I'm not familiar with the comics, first and foremost. I know that is a character that uh, Banner becomes in the comics at some point, but I haven't read them. My knowledge of Marvel Comics basically comes from the MCU, so not the greatest knowledge in the world. But I just felt the whole Hulk, I wanted more of a redemption for him. I wanted him to beat the shit out of Thanos. That's what I was hoping for a climax. Didn't happen. Hulk didn't really even fight at all in this one. He spent time with Tilda Swinton, which is fine. Great seeing those two on screen together. But I wanted him to do more, and I, I felt he, he deserved to do more as a character. I know Universal has rights to the character, so it's tough that when they put him in a, a, a film that they can only do so much with him. But anyway, I don't want to digress on that. The scenes where they went back into in, the timeline to grab the stones from where they were, it was nice to revisit all these films and all these scenes that we're so familiar with from watching all of these movies together. But I just felt like it didn't completely work. But then when it finally did work, it's when they finally get all these stones together, and now Hulk puts on the Infinity Gauntlet that Tony Stark has made, and he snaps, and now we're bringing everyone back. But Nebula, there's a whole subplot here with Nebula and Thanos from the other timeline. Basically, bottom line, Thanos comes through, and now we have Thanos from a different timeline who's still alive from back in 2014, and he now wants these stones. We've already collected them for him, and now he wants to get them. And so we have our, our heroes here. We have Captain America. We have Iron Man. We have Thor. Thor's a little out of shape at this point, not going to lie. Very big Lebowski on Thor. And I like the fact that they referenced that that's what they were completely ripping off. And it, it worked. Chris Hemsworth, his comedic timing is amazing, and he's hilarious. And I'm really happy to see that he's now going to be joining the Guardians, uh, hopefully for the foreseeable future, as part of that. But anyway, so they start fighting, and it's not going great. But the scene where Cap picks up Milner, I just, I, I lost it. I was so excited in the theater because they kind of teased that in Avengers Age of Ultron. Cap kind of moved it a little bit when they were doing that little feats of strength or who can, who can grab, who can grab Milner and lift it up because only Thor can. And now Captain America is worthy. That whole scene, the battle at the end where, well, Hulk snapped. So now everyone's back. So now we have all the Avengers on screen fighting Thanos, fighting the Shatari, fighting all the all the the whole army there, and it's just amazing. It's just a sight to see. It's such fan service. But honestly, it's something that we've all been waiting for since 2008, since since the first Avengers film, since all of that where all of these characters get to come together and really defeat a worthy opponent. And Thanos was definitely worthy in my opinion. They've set a really high bar here, so for the future, I have no idea who they're going to bring up as, as the big baddie, but it's, it, better, it better be good because Thanos, they have set the bar so high with him. And so we get this epic battle at the end. Captain Marvel comes in towards the end. She's so damn powerful, but I did like to see that when he separated the Power Stone, that actually can affect her. So that, that impacted her. A, a pure blast from the Power Stone was, was enough to kind of take down Captain Marvel for a second. But then, you know, he's using Tony Stark's tech. That's what he has for the Infinity Gauntlet. So Stark can use his own tech. He probably, like, designed it that way where he grabbed it and now Iron Man has the Infinity Gauntlet and he snaps his fingers and he basically wipes out all of Thanos' army, including Thanos himself, but at a huge cost because now Tony Stark is gone. He dies. 
He had to make that huge sacrifice. He got rid of all the bad guys, but now he's gone. So that's it. No more Iron Man in these films. And so it's very bittersweet because Iron Man's been there since the beginning, and it's only right that he was the one that ended it all. This film was very emotional on many levels. I think if you've seen all these films and you invested in these characters, it's impossible not to be emotional when these things happen on screen. And that was the that was what got me through the parts that I thought were a little slow in the middle section there. It's just, I know something's coming. I can't wait for all these heroes to get back together. And for something, I hate using this word because it's very overused, but it's very fitting here, something epic to happen. And that's what we had. That battle at the end was as, as epic as you can get. And as much fan service, not just for the sake of fan service, it all felt earned. And that's the reason why I think you had to take all that time to get all the characters together, to get all the stones, to have the runtime of three hours and two minutes. That ending had to feel earned. And it's 22, 23 films in the making, and it was completely justified, completely earned. And I want to see it again. I, just, I really do. I want to go back out. I want to see it. There's so many things I'm sure I missed, but it was just quite an achievement. And hats off to Marvel. The MCU, um, I mean, they set the bar so high here, I have no idea where they're going to go. But it's amazing. It's nice to see Cap go out the way he did. You know, he got to live out his life with Peggy, the love of his life, and, you know, hand that shield off to uh, Tony Mackie, which I like seeing. Because I like Tony Mackie. I like his character, Sam. And I just am very excited to see where they go because I really have no idea. After Spider-Man Far From Home, I really don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the next Avengers film is going to be. I don't know who's going to be part of that team. Um, I don't know who the bad guy is going to be. So I'm very excited to see where they go with all this. And it was just, it, it lived up to all the hype and everything I had in my head and everything that I wanted for it. And it was just an amazing achievement. So that's my review of Avengers Endgame. Again, I give it a 7.7. Not quite as good as Infinity War, but still an accomplishment in and of its own and a great ending and conclusion to the Infinity Saga. It's kind of a crazy time to be alive because we got the conclusion of the Infinity Saga, we got the end of Game of Thrones, and now later this year we're going to have the end of the Skywalker Saga. So a lot of shit going on now and through the end of the year, and we got a lot of stuff to look forward to, and we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So there you go. That's my spoiler review. Hope everyone enjoyed it out there, and see you guys soon. Later, Burners.